Thanks for listening to the Revival Today podcast with evangelist Adala Shuttlesworth. To stay connected, check us out on Facebook and Instagram or online at revivaltoday.com. Now, here's evangelist Adalis. It's your girl. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Uh, Mags is around here somewhere. You can probably hear her making the ruckus. But we are, um, it's Friday, it's Friday, and uh, we just wanted to come on here and remind you, as Magali almost knocks this desk over, um, just an encouraging word, just an encouraging word to help you along the way. Mama? What? I'm getting my pimp. He wants wants those pips to be free. Okay, that's fine. Set him free. So, um, sorry about the interruption. Um, we're talking about why are you fighting for it? It's the, um, this kind of toxic mentality that we have carried into our Christianity and relationship with God based on the relationships that we've had, based on the experiences that we've had, based on the teachings that we've had of yesterday. And I, I want to just kind of like read, I, I feel like I'm always reading this scripture, um, <laughs> but it bears repeating because this is just a quick reminder for you. Isaiah 43, for I'm about to do something new. Yes. See? Yeah. I've already begun. Yeah. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness and I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland. God is a God. I know that uh, there's nothing new under the sun. We've got the Bible that says the, these kinds of things or whatever. But he's saving us. He's positioning us to do the greatest things that this world has ever seen through the church of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you, sis, let me tell you, brother, that if you carry that mentality of uh, what you've been um, in for years and years and years and years, and you're not seeing breakthrough and you're not seeing the miraculous in your life, if you're not walking in divine health and strength and joy, uh, there's an issue with that. And I feel like the way, see, because I can, I can attest to the fact, and we were just talking about this. I can attest to the fact that the way God speaks to me at, in the present day, today, is not at all how he used to speak to me. So we talked about uh, in the podcast, Am I Fat?, all things health related, I talked to you about how the Holy Spirit would tell me to take certain vitamins, right? Because that's what I had faith to believe for. Mm -hmm. Now, if I continued on in that realm, I would have never increased. So increase really comes with growth. Increase comes with you having the faith to believe for increase, to believe for more, to believe for a greater capacity. And this is something that we as believers, we always have to kind of like self-evaluate. Like if these things aren't working, I can tell you, for example, I've gotten two different requests or not two different requests, but questions and, you know, people just kind of like pour out their heart and on Instagram. And sometimes I don't have time to get into it. So if this is you, I'm sorry that I haven't gotten into it, but it's just like, I I don't even know where to begin. One of them was I've been sewing and sewing and sewing, and I'm not really at the point where I can be a blessing to the people around me. Mm -hmm. 
so what am I doing wrong? And it's like, what, what you're doing wrong is the whole mentality. It's this, it's your mindset. And when I talk about like, oh, and we're going to talk about it just like just a little bit uh, about having the, the new wine and how it's not possible to combine the new with the old because the wine skin is going to burst right? Mm -hmm. It's the mentality. It's that religious system of doing things that maybe you've seen growing up, but that can't carry you to the breakthrough that you want right now. Am I getting, am I making sense? Yeah. So it's this, this, this mentality that like, you know, because if I was just going based on, if I never grew in the things of the Lord, if I never matured, and I stepped out of that childhood and start going into maturity and start really eating and, and the, the meat and, and drinking of the wine of the word. I'd still be like, you know, sucking down a bottle of milk and then uh, uh, being frustrated at why my level has not increased mm-hmm. as to why I, I'm still contending for certain things. Why I'm still believing at this point of the game, we've been faithfully tithing and, and we haven't really seen the manifestation. That's not the words issue. Well. So if there is something on the inside of you that is blocking, you be- these, these kids are killing themselves and you better. <clears throat> well, just, I'm just, I'm not stopping. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's the ability to understand that I I can see that these things aren't growing in my life. So so what is it? Because I'm the variable. God is the constant. He's never changing. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So if if there's something that's not working, when the Bible says it should work, then dang, it's not the Bible. It's not God. It's me. So I just wish that that reality would kind of set into in, into people's minds. It's like the way things may have worked for you in years past, you contend and you keep having that same um, infrastructure for the greater and you, it's, it's not coming to be. It's not coming to pass. Like nothing is happening. So then why in the world are, are like, you know, why, is, why are things not working why is this why are you still it still feels like i'm trying to fight but how do you how do you knock somebody out of that how do people realize that it's their way of thinking when it's all they know until you get called out on or do you you have to force yourself into people who are doing it right in order to realize that that you're doing it wrong all surrounding yourself with the right people is a good start it's it's hard to i guess that's really step one yeah right because you have to have I think step one is self evaluating. Well, I mean every day. Like what 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 is why am I frustrated in this area? Why do I not why do I feel like there's a rubber, you know, heaven or whatever that, that right. thing is. Yes. Yeah. It's like I'm not I'm I'm it's praying something back. and it's bouncing right back on me. And it's just there's something like that is stopping my growth. Right. And yeah, number one is self-evaluate. Right. And like, uh, and fruit, ask yourself fruit. hard like, questions. What is the fruit? Hey, listen, ask, if you ask your hard questions, then when somebody asks you hard questions about yourself, you'll have an answer. Yeah. But a lot of people don't like to do the self-evaluation. They like to do the pointing at the finger of people, the finger. And this is something that I've been really like meditating on and I've been kind of observing how 
people are not like self-aware. No. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. You know what I mean? No. When? Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm- like, did you just really say that? Like, did you just really say that? My fist is up in the air I, as a, like a worship leader. And I just want to say, la, please pause. Okay. Continue. It's insane to me. It starts with me. It starts with you. And, and, and think about, here's a question. This is self-evaluating questions. Yeah. Why am I not where I want to be right now? Right. Why am I not happy when I put my head on the pillow? Why is there... Why am I frustrated? Why am I... Why do I feel lonely? Why do I feel like I have no friends? Why do I feel like I have no friends? Why do I feel like I'm frustrated in this ministry? Why why does it seem as though there's no growth? Why am I always broke? Where... Why do I feel like there's holes in my pockets? These are great questions. Why am I, you know, a hundred pounds overweight? And, And then here's the thing. The mo- Seriously, write this down because this is great practice in self-evaluation. You write these things down and see what you get as an answer. Okay, right. For, like, just pause the podcast. Yep. See what, Go ahead. See see you. what happens. See you later. <laughs> then come back to this point. See you later, alligator. See you later, Thanks alligator. That's Isaac. And then get back to this point and start reading through how many people you blamed for where you're at in life right now or maybe you just don't know maybe you it's it's a genuine i, I feel like i have no if idea you have a problem self-evaluating it's because you don't want to look at the real problem which is you and i feel like there is so much that we do on the daily that it's like it's your fault oh well it's my husband he's not a night he's a non-tither he doesn't let me tithe it's my it, it might not even be an individual it just might be an excuse it's my my church leadership they are full of the devil and I'm there mm-hmm. to serve and be the light. You are, you are some kind of out of whack. Okay. And we say this in all, in all love and truth. Of course. Here's the thing. Uh, these questions are tough to ask yourself and it's a daily thing that you have to, but there is only one culprit to your problems. Yes. And that's you. It's you because ultimately <clears throat> all of there's, there's a resolve for everything in life. You know, I train my kids. I say every day we are what problem solvers, solvers. and uh, we don't, we don't cause problems. We solve problems and they literally, I have them repeat that to me if they're causing me a problem <laughs> because, <laughs> because they have to be, they have to remember right. we're problem solvers. <laughs> She just sucked in. Yes, she just sucked. Go ahead. And uh, this puts you at a place where it's, you know, what kind of problems are in my life? Because I'm in, I am capable. I have all of the tools right now to solve every single problem. And that's a mindset. And I feel like if, if you are stuck in that role of I'm not seeing things and I'm working at it and I'm working at it and it's still not, I, don't, I still don't see the fruit of it, then it's time for you to evaluate. If you're looking for something new, why are you trying to put it in the old? If you're looking for a progression, if you're looking for a level change, could it be 
that the way you're doing it, the way you're, you're, you're thinking about it, the way that you are meditating on certain things is an antiquated way of doing it. Right. Because you can't go into a new like realm a new new territory without first doing something new sure without first breaking into a new like a fresh word yeah. a new revelation of the word of god that's what's going to take that's what it's going to take to see you go to the next level so i'm i'm really i'm really like tired of people saying like why isn't this working for me I, I i see that this in other people but i'm not really seeing it in me i've been i've been saying the right things about my healing and i don't see it manifest mm-hmm. well if you could just dig deeper you'd understand that there's still a a a, a hold of fear in your heart because it's the meditation of your heart that this is all, where it all be like starts. And, and if you don't have deep down inside of your heart uh, an assurance, uh, uh, a scripture, the revealed word, then what do you have? Just, just like some, you know, somebody saying something like a, because ultimately people are incarcerated because of fear you're in this jail cell and you feel stuck and it's really if you dig down deep enough and if you're real enough with yourself you can say i'm scared of that and and fear is a byproduct of your lack of understanding am i right yeah because i can tell you with certainty that there's been times where you fear might have grabbed hold of your heart yeah. but then you look up like wait why is why is ellie doing this and then oh it's totally normal because this is a cycle of growth right on the second and third week you expect for things to be a little bit uncomfortable right. but on these days ellie's the sunshine of the house right right so all of a sudden fear is pacified sure because of the knowledge that this is normal. This is totally fine. 100%. Yes. So why aren't we doing our due diligence and finding out what the word of God has to say and getting the truth unlocked on the inside of us? Because ultimately, we are incarcerated because of fear. We are in prison, in the prison of fear. And the only thing that can set us free is not the truth. I'm about to read you truth right now. Mm-hmm. But it's not the truth that sets you free. It's the understanding and the knowing in your heart. Just like it is with salvation. Yeah, it has to click you, in your it, mind. It, 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 not even your mind, your heart. Because your mind will even try to convince you out of it. When you were sitting at that church pew on that Friday River service in Whalen, yeah, Massachusetts, yeah. and you're sitting there and you're listening to the preacher say, if, you're, uh, if your heart isn't right with God, if you were to die today, mm-hmm. would, you, would you know with certainty you'd make it to heaven? Do you know that Jesus died and paid a price for you and he wants to see you in heaven with him? All you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is your savior. And if that's you, and then your mind, you're thinking, no, this is not right. This is not cute. I'm not doing that. No way. I'm, I'm embarrassed. And I'm so your mind is actually trying to convince you to do otherwise. But in your heart, something happened. Faith illuminated on the inside. It's a spiritual thing mm-hmm. because to each has been given a measure of faith. That was a deposit from heaven to you. That deposit ended up being something that illuminated in your heart. 
And all of a sudden, because out of the abundance of the heart, the what speaks, speaks. The, then you confess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life. Mm-hmm. And the change was made. Right. That same formula is with everything. So for people that say, I don't know why this isn't working for me. I don't know why I haven't stepped into it. It's because you have not had that light shed abroad in your heart. That's good. The, 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 the meditation of your heart is not, I am healed. Yeah. The meditation of your heart is, uh-oh, this is going to take me out. So it really has nothing to do with what you're saying out of your mouth, what you're releasing. Because you could say the right things. You could say the truth. But if there's not a, a knowledge that that has been unlocked on the inside of you, your spirit, man, your heart, then it doesn't matter. Right. So people are trying to do this thing and trying to say it and trying to do it in this manner. And you're trying to mimic this other ministry because that's what they do. They came out with this podcast. So I'm going to come out with this podcast. They did this. So I think I'm going to do start a series about this. When in reality, it's like, why not listen to the spirit and have him unlock uh, uh, the truth on the inside of you to illuminate the path of success for your life? Yeah. See, because we don't trust the Holy Spirit. Sure. If, if people are really like really true, you don't trust him enough for him to, to, to lead. Because the, my Bible says he leads and guides me into all truth. Mm-hmm. So all I have to do, Father, if, if what, what, is, what is, how can I make it? How can I be successful? What's the truth to that statement? Lead me. Mm-hmm. And he'll lead you. Sure. And he'll tell you and he'll speak to you. And it starts right here in your heart. I'm pointing to my heart for those of you that didn't know. So if you're fighting for it, it's because you've got an antiquated way of doing it. If, if, you're, if there's friction, there's an easier way. There's a better way. The easier and better way is for you to understand something in the word of God. A light that sheds so bright it shines so bright on the inside of you that no man can convince you out of it i can tell you with certainty mags if somebody said you're not going to heaven heaven doesn't exist Mm -hmm. what would you say i wouldn't say anything to them (laughs) why why waste my breath (laughs) okay that's how certain it, I am is I right. don't even have to create an excuse as to why I know no, I'm going to Quite literally, her eyebrows went up like, okay. Yeah. Like, not, it would this be is the equivalent of somebody saying uh, that the sky isn't blue. It's a non-factor. It's a non-issue. You've so committed yourself to this knowledge. And he really did something for you. He changed your mind. He changed your heart. He changed everything about your life. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, to the point where I don't have to uh, struggle for an understanding of it. I just know with certainty. It's just you know, there's gravity exists with certainty. You walk every day, and so you you have that sir. It is a part of your DNA. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like bullet to the head. You're like yeah. <laughs> I'm going to heaven. See you later. <laughs> Nobody can talk you out of it, but why is it that people can be talked out of their health? Right. Their peace. Right. Their joy. Sure. Their success. 100%. Why? Why Why have you bought into that lie? Right. Because you don't have it shed abroad on the inside of you. You're not fully convinced. Well, I think it also has a lot to do with the way that you perceive God to be, his nature. And that's also a word. It's lack of word. Because you would understand. And this is where religion comes to play. Who he is. 
That's exactly right. Because religion messes you the heck up. It will mess you religion up. Religion will tell you there's an element of, of God's love that must be prov- provoked for, for you to access it. Right. When that's a straight up lie. You John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only one, uh, son, that whosoever should believe in him shouldn't perish, but have everlasting life. So if that scripture exists there, God loved the world and was motivated by love to save you while you were yet sinners. Sure. Romans 5.8. Yeah. He showed us this great love by sending Christ to die for us mm-hmm. while we were yet Insane. sinners. Mm-hmm. So, so that means like, even while I was there, the love existed. Sure. The salvation existed. The success existed. Right. The forgiveness existed. Mm -hmm. Uh, The health existed Mm -hmm. while I was yet in sin. So please tell me why religion would say you got to pray a certain amount of hours in Mm -hmm. order for that to to Mm -hmm. actually uh, manifest in your life. Right. Kofi and I were talking about this the other day and uh, he said, you know, once the, the word is shed abroad and it lights up and illuminates your problem area, because most, most people are, it, it's not, the problem isn't a prayer problem. It's a word problem, right? It's a wisdom problem kind of thing. And once that light gets shed abroad in your heart, you you speak differently, you pray differently, and it invokes prayers to happen much quicker. So he was explaining that I, when I was broke, I would pray five to 10 hours a day, Lord, send the money, send the morning. So because I did, he's like, I didn't understand what God thought about money and the wealth and riches that he had stored up for me. When that illuminated within the scripture, I said, Father, I put this uh, to rest in your hands. I believe your word. Good night. Moments later, he gets a phone call. (laughs) And it was because he was like, he had gone negative in his bank account. And moments later, he gets a phone call. And I really feel like I need to sell $1,000 to you. And he's like, literally ever since then, it has been just a perpetual open, open door for finances. Because all that's required of us is to really believe him. And in order for us to really believe, it has to come to a point like it was that one moment where we got saved and really believed that we need a savior. Sure. Really believed, saw that the, all those things exposed within us that is, aren't really great. Facts. Well, faith is integrity in God's word. That's all it That's is. That's really all it's, it is. It's, it's just trusting God at his word. Because I, because I know that I can't put my worldly relationships and and in the filter of how I see God. I had to break that off of me when I was 16 and 17 years old. People because a lot of times that, people people, people will say like will view God in the way that they view their own earthly father. Ugh. And how toxic is that? It's awful. <laughs> so you have to you really when we talk about <laughs> good. you know uh how you see how you perceive things. Yes. It really is everything in this walk of faith because the way the lens that you have right now is lens your lens of understanding is blocked because of your experience. Right. And your experience really has nothing to do with it has the Bible nothing Lord. to do with it. It's it actually because experience tells will you say not. my aunt died of cancer and right. she was a believer. 
That's experience. Yeah. So now, fil- now my filter. Your ex- your experience is, is I've had to like um, fight for my parents' love. Mm-hmm. I've had to show them with with my accolades and and my success and and X Y Z like how to be loved, right? Or, or like you know to be loved. Sure. So uh, all of this. But but uh, like what you're saying, what I'm saying, it it's t- religion. Yeah, because it taints the the true word of God, and it can't it can't flow. So you're you're seeing the friction. You're seeing the 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 wineskin bags burst all over you, seeing no fruit of production because you're trying to like make something new out of this old mentality, old way of 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 doing things, and it's not gonna work. Right. So keeping the word fresh. Having fresh revelation, understanding that in order for me to get into the next level, in order for me to acquire the promised land, there is something that's required on the inside of me to step foot in there. Mm -hmm. So what is that? Because if I'm not seeing it, then it's something that I'm doing that's incorrect. My belief system is askewed. Right. Like what what I'm doing right now, and, and, and it really is a mentality thing, is has to be changed right. because if God has freely given me at all things for life and godliness, that's a scripture. That mm-hmm. means he, from the day I was born, he set that in motion. That's right. So why am I trying to figure it out and ask, I like have God move on my behalf by these things? Don't you see that I'm doing these things? Why am I not healed? Mm-hmm. Don't you see that I haven't been saying anything? Because the meditation of your heart is the exact opposite. Because God's not looking at what you're saying and what you're doing. He's looking at your heart. Right. And so I want to remind you of that. A lot of people want to try to look the part. They, you know, when when Samuel came to anoint David as king, he went to every other brother because David didn't have it, right? It, it physically, right. appearance wise. But then the Bible says that you, you know, he, he rebukes Samuel and he says, "I'm I don't based on appearance. I go based on the heart. That's how I make the judgment." Mm-hmm. So it, he, God was doing, it, and and David's heart was a heart after. God's. Yeah. So we have to position ourselves if we want to see the 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 change, if we want to see the fruit, if we want to see the 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 kingship, huh? Mm-hmm. Like if we want to see the throne room, then there has to be something within us that is reflecting those things. Sure. Or or that that's and it's 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 literally just a little tweak. That's it. At the way that you see things. This is I'll tell you my aha moment was when uh, this preacher was saying something like, uh, you, you never have to do anything for God, for him to love you. You don't have to go to church in a day in your life. You don't have to sing him a, a praise song. And I thought to myself, that's a lie. Yeah, We need to do these things in order to get the attention of God. And I so badly struggled with that to the point where I took it to the prayer room. And I was like, Lord, why does this like irritate me so much? And hi, that's what we call self-evaluation. <laughs> And Holy Ghost was like, that's your fault. And I was like, how is it my fault? Like, aren't these things what we're we're supposed to do to attain God's love and favor? And he said, uh, these things are not required to get his love, but the benefits are earthly. So we do these things, we, we go to church and we, we sing praise and because there is an, a reward to that are, that is attached to these things. And we also are, when you honor God's word, when you honor your mother and your father and you, you obey the, the laws, but his love is there, whether you do all of those things or not. 
And so when you do those things, you get the earthly reward. But like the God's eternal love is not, you know, at stake if you don't do any of these things. Well, yeah, and it would be kind and of productive to even like, think God. that because if if that was the the fact but that was how God i wouldn't was have grace and, it, and love and mercy for the unbeliever and and that's what that is the thing i i was like oh my god like it highlighted religion in me because i'm like here i am if this is the way i see myself then i'm either consciously or subconsciously seeing this on other people like i am better than you i am you know what i'm saying you are not where i'm at and it's just it it's so religious mm. and we were brought up in religion and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is exactly this, this, the same spirit that leads into don't cut your hair, wash your hands before you pray because God doesn't like unclean hands. It's self-righteousness. I, it is self-righteousness. It's, it's like, uh, I'm doing something to provoke God. I am and someone. It, and he's yeah. not, we're supposed to have the righteousness of God in effect in us we're supposed to well, and we do we have all of these things are available to us right now and but but the only way we can negate the power of that at work is by what we believe if we believe that we have to pray 17 hours a week in order to have our prayers unlocked boy so be it's, it it's gonna it's gonna it's it'll block the blessing. Mm-hmm. So I just want everybody here to know, like there's a better way of doing it. The better way is getting the spirit of wisdom and revelation to illuminate in your heart uh, uh, about the word of God, about like the things that you're believing God for, because it's there and it's there for the taking. We are set up to win. Amen. But the, the fact of the matter is people don't pick that up. People don't believe that we're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Sure. They don't. No. People don't think that Jesus put on poverty so that we might be rich. He, they don't believe it. Sure. People don't think that, you know, he uh, took pain and bore suffering on his body so that we could be healed. They, they, they don't believe it. So it's like, uh, you have to. These are things, what is it that I'm not really seeing as a manifestation in my life? Healing, is it healing? Are you scared to die? Are you scared that that sickness is going to be like, you know, bring you to the grave? Just be honest. Are you scared? Yeah. Are you scared that you're going to be like a financial disaster by the time you're 35? Are you scared that you're going to die single? Yeah. Please tell me what it is. That, That right there. That's what's the problem. Yeah. And the only remedy for that is the truth. That's it. You got to go through that. The knowledge of the truth. You got to go through that. A lot of times people just wait. They stop. Like if you really like analyze people's thoughts, they just fear the thing and they don't actually talk it out or walk through that thing. And if you were, you'd say this is the dumbest thing that I could ever thought or think of. Facts. Because fear is really just thoughts, right? It's not even actual things in 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 by and large the things that we fear are all made up in our minds and so that's the only way to tackle fear is is through your mindset and making sure that you walk it through with the word of god and highlight and and illuminate that path and get the heck out of there get the hell out of there i said that there again there's like a quite literally if you allow that door to open hell comes in sure 
So get the H-E double hockey sticks up out of that mess and change it. And the only person who can change it is you. Yeah. And this is what, like you, like I, I was telling somebody the other day, you're not going to get it until you get it. I can't tell you the importance of unlocking the truth in God's word until you unlock the truth in God's word right. and see how life-changing it really is. Give us some... Um, uh this is what you Daily do. Daily things. Go 12 ahead. minutes. Holy Ghost. Shannara 12 minutes. Father, I thank you even now before I sit down with you to uh, search in the scriptures why I'm so scared of dying. Oh, man. That you would speak to me by, you said that your spirit is a spirit of wisdom and revelation, just like it was with Peter, that he, he said that you are Jesus Christ, the son of God, that was something that was given to you or, or to him by you. Right. So I thank you that the same wisdom and revelation that was on Peter to discern that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the son of God, mm -hmm. you give me that spirit of discernment, that spirit of wisdom and revelation to know why I am scared to die. Amen. So as I read your word yeah. and you look up Google, you go to open Bible, you go to uh, biblehub.com yeah. and then you start seeing scriptures on healing sure. and read every single one of them. Come on. And then when you find something and it sticks out to you, you write it down. Let that be the meditation of my heart. You know, that, that's, it's important for you to meditate those, uh, on those things because it's out of the abundance of that heart, your heart, where the mouth will begin to speak. And all of a sudden you get that fill of the word of God, that illumination. And all of a sudden you're saying things, but they hit different. Yeah. And these are the things that you've been saying for the last 12 and a half years. But all of a sudden with the illumination of, of God's word and the understanding and knowledge of it because of the Holy Spirit, all of a sudden you begin to say something and everything changes. Amen. Todo. 12 minutes, 15 minutes in the Holy Ghost, and then ask the Holy Spirit and sit down fully knowing I'm not getting up off of here until I find my answer and I'll continue. And maybe you don't have, maybe you got like six kids running around. Do it in 15 minute intervals. I'm standing right here. I'm sitting here and I'm going to continue to do it until you give me the wisdom and revelation that I need in order to be set free because it's the knowledge of the truth that sets me free and I've had it. Amen. That's the start. And he's going to talk to you. Yeah. That's the most glorious thing. And that's the, 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 what's most, the most promising, most freeing like thing ever is that like, okay, even though things aren't like maybe not where I want them to be because of the God's spirit and his word, there's liberation power. Amen. I, I can get out of this if I, if I really want it. If I'm really seeking after God and his word and wanting to, 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 to be set free from this. Some people don't, you know? Yeah. No, that's right. So that's what I want you to do. I want you to start today with all those things that you have been, you know, maybe struggling with and you're not seeing the benefit of it or the fruit of it like, like you've been reading in the Bible. It's time to get serious about the knowledge of the truth in your life. And I'm telling you, I'm not saying this to go out, ask your pastor and have him say a couple words over you. You have to do it. You have to do As it. As an individual, you unlock that treasure. Right, right. And then benefit from what's in that treasure box for the rest of your freaking life. That's right. 
And there's nothing like having your own spiritual walk. Nothing. And you going to a church service and pastor is not somebody who you're dependent on for your spiritual walk. In fact, the, you go there on a Sunday and it just confirms everything that the Lord is doing in your life. That's a mature that's Christian. What that, that's a mature qu- Christian. Yeah. I don't need my pastor to uh, to guide my spiritual life I, or, or feed me spiritual things once a week. I do that on my own time. And then when I get there on Sunday, it confirms every single thing that the Holy Ghost has been saying to me. It's crazy. And that's where, that's really what, where we all should be as, as, uh, you know, as mature believers. Because in Second Timothy, it says, you, you become a, a mature believer, I'm paraphrasing, but you become a mature uh, believer when you begin to rightly divide that word of truth. Sure. So, but, but how many of us can say that? How many of us can say like this, this is truth. This is not. You're actually believing the report. You're not rightly dividing the truth. You believe that that lie is the truth. So you're not doing your due diligence in getting intoxicated with the word of God enough for it to invoke a hatred, a, uh, a, a pushback to everything that isn't the word. Right. I'm talking, I'm talking about like diagnosis. I'm talking about like, uh, you know, the, the things that, that are holding you back from really fulfilling the call of God. Like I'm insecure. I've got this mental disorder. I've got this, you know, I'm, I'm old. I've got this in my body. It's like, you don't rightly divide the truth. Right. Because if you did, you'd say, no, it was by his stripes in Isaiah 53. Mm-hmm. By his stripes, I've already been made healed. That's right. So I don't have to fight for that. What am I like? Why I'm resting in that. Sure. I walk in that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the manifestation of those things on my body. Amen. Yeah. Bye. Right. Right. <sighs> Father, I thank you for this time together in the word. I pray that you would begin to speak to every individual in this broadcast and that you would just draw them in, draw them in father as they, as they, as they take time to pray and, and learn of you in your word. I pray, Oh, Holy spirit, that you would show up, Mm -hmm. that there would be things that would pop up, up off of those pages that would begin to speak to them. Father, speak to your people with clarity. I pray for the illuminating power of your word to be shed abroad in their hearts in Jesus name, your wisdom, your, your revelation, let it be on every listener today and let them never be the same. In fact, let this be a series of uh, almost like a domino effect. I, I, I received one truth here and I, I understand and know now, and now it's led me to this and now this and this, and let them be the strongest believers in Jesus name. Let our people be world changers. And I'm not saying that to be like stupid and cliche. Let them change the world by what they believe. The truth that they know and walk in and rest in every single day in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. I want you to contact me when you do receive that revelation word. Because I want to know. Because I love the word. So if there's something that illuminated on the inside of you, it might even be a picture. I've, I've had words come alive to me simply because of a picture, a download from heaven. Yeah, that's good. Write it down. Yeah. What is God speaking to you? I want to know because I love the word and I can't, I quite literally can't get enough of it. A dollar shuttlesworth. I'm on Instagram. Magali, uh, love 
on uh, Instagram as well. So let us know you're watching. I love you. We'll see you next week. Mm, besitos. Hey, before you go real quick, I just want to ask, has there ever been a time in your life where you've committed to serving Jesus Christ? Has there ever been a time in your life where you've confessed him as Lord and Savior of your life? If the answer is a no, or maybe you're not sure, I want you to pray this simple prayer with me. Listen, there's nothing better than knowing that you're right with God. And there really is a heaven. There really is a hell. And, and you have to make that decision today. Who are you going to serve? Are you going to stay with the world? Or are you going to faithfully serve God? And I hope you can say, I want to faithfully serve God. Because listen, the signs are there. It's a crazy world we live in. So would you pray this prayer with me? Say, Heavenly Father, forgive me of my sin. I believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior of my life. He's your son. He died on the cross, but on the third day rose from the dead to forgive me of my sin. I am no longer a slave to sin. I am forgiven. I'm set free. I'm a child of God in Jesus name. And if you prayed that prayer, this is me clapping for you. <laughs> you made my day. You made my day. Uh, congratulations. Welcome to the family. I'm so proud that you made this decision. It's quite literally the greatest decision of your life. And um, I'm just happy that I got to pray you in the in the in this prayer and lead you in this wonderful relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And if you made that commitment with me today, I want you to go to revivaltoday.com. That's our ministry page. And there's a button. It says just got saved. I want you to hit that button and let me know that you prayed this prayer with me and we will send you a little package just to say thank you uh, for praying this wonderful prayer and uh, welcome to the family. I love you. Besitos.